Every year when we approach the uh, end of the liturgical year, uh, we get some readings that should, should kind of shake us a little bit. And of course, that's true this week as well. We know that next week is, is Christ the King, but this week we kind of near the end of, of Mark's gospel. And what is Jesus speaking of? He's speaking of those, those, those end times. Whenever we think of the end times, of course, hopefully we're thinking, okay, where do we want to be? We want to be in heaven with God or are we going to be in that dark place? Are we are going to be uh, in hell when the, when the angels come and gather from uh, the four winds? And so it kind of shakes us and makes us think about those, those big picture things in our life of, am I truly serving the Lord or not? And of course, we know we want to. We want to serve the Lord, but so often we can put other things in front of him. Or we can make another things uh, a bigger priority than God. But we know the fail-safe way to do it is truly putting God at the center of everything we do. We don't want to try to squeeze him in. We want to make him truly be part uh, of the center of all that we do. You know, a couple weeks ago, I was uh, over at uh, Faith Formation evening, and uh, I stopped by one of the confirmation classes, and I, they had a little activity going on, either, either in person or, or in video. I'm not exactly sure, but it really caught my, my attention. You know, something called uh, the, the jar uh, of, of life. Maybe you've seen that before. Maybe you've, you've seen a YouTube video about that. And I thought, you know what, that'd be a really good idea to maybe present in a homily, because I think it's been three years since I've used a prop in a homily. So we're going to try it today. And it's called the, the Jar of Life. Now, if you actually want to see it done properly, once again, YouTube, Jar of Life, will go much better than what I can present uh, today. Because, well, if you know anything about me, uh, over being the pastor now here for, for nine years, you know I'm always extra prepared. I never procrastinate at all. Uh, and so maybe, just maybe, I didn't have time to get all the materials I needed to, to do a proper skit or a proper presentation uh, for the jar of life. But luckily for us here at St. John the Baptist, we always have stuff lying around, uh, mainly down below in our storage area. And another great place would be our maintenance man's office, where maybe we got some of the props. But anyways, here we go. This, of course, is supposed to be a jar. I call it a vase. And we know that, you know, our life can only be filled with so many things. So what do we fill our life up with? Well, first off, we have to put, you know, us in there, right? And so I thought, you know, maybe I could ask for a, a volunteer to, you know, to let me use their two-week-old child, but I thought that probably wouldn't be a very good idea. So instead, this is meant to represent us. That's, that's right. This was found in our maintenance man's office. I believe it's a prop for one of the All Saints Day presentations uh, with, uh, with, uh, with a cross, uh, with a sword, I mean, and a shield. But this is us. This is our, you know, we're in that jar. We're, you know, what are we then going to fill our life with? By the way, the next part of the prop is supposed to be golf balls, but I had a really bad golf season this year. I'm all out of golf balls. I don't have enough uh, to, to fill that up. So instead, I thought, what could we use? Well, we always have Christmas ornaments around here. So let's get to the actual skit part. Once again, we know that so often we can fill our life up 
with, with different things, with different activities. Maybe, you know, it's going to be, uh, you know, food. Maybe it's going to be uh, leisure. Maybe it's going to be Netflix. That probably should be a little bigger than that because we sometimes do a little binging, right? But we also know in our life we want to have big things in our life, right? So, of course, you know, for a confirmation kid, we want to tell them one of the big things we know is going to be, hopefully, your family. So that's, that should be a bigger one. We'll call this one family, right? So family goes in there. And then we have, you know, work or school. Uh, we have friends that can go in there, right? And then we have other activities, and be hockey or dance and stuff like that. And then, of course, we have other activities uh, that go in here uh, as well. But already we can kind of see that it's starting to, to overflow. But who have you yet to mention it? We've yet to mention God. So where does God go in our life? We know we want to have him in the center, but if we don't put him in first, and by the way, this is God for us. This is our St. John the Baptist stall. So uh, uh, there we go. Once again, found in the maintenance office. That's a whole treasure trove there in the maintenance office. All right. So for God, where do we want to put him? We want to put him in the center, but as we can tell, let me make sure that actually happens here properly. Um, God can't really fit. He's kind of trying to squeeze him in. And when we think about it, that's how we live our life sometimes, isn't it? We don't always put him there first. We don't truly put him at the center of our life first and foremost. So how is it supposed to go? Well, here we go. All right. Take all these out. One second, we're going to retry to do this in the proper order. By the way, ornaments, not the best idea. When I was practicing yesterday, one of them broke. almost cut my hand, but we only have a half a homily to go, so hopefully we make it through, right? Okay, so how are we called to live our life? God first above everything else. Then we have our family. And we have our friends. And then, of course, you know, maybe work or for a confirmation student, we have, we have school. We have those other activities that we want to have in our life as well. And hopefully they start to fit, right? There we go, over on that side. So then we have, you know, uh, leisure. Then we have... Uh, food. Then we have, you know, Snapchat. Well, hopefully not Snapchat, right? Then we have Amazon Prime or whatever else. And all of a sudden we look, and in our life, when we put God truly at the center, everything else seems to fit, right? Because we truly have God at the center of our life. And once again, I know that this analogy could have been a little better. But I think when we start to think about it a little more, that one's not going to go in there, um, we just have to look at our life. And once again, ask that question, are we trying to squeeze God in? Or are we truly letting him be first and foremost in our life? And the way we have to do that, we have to stop and actually examine our life. You know, are we... Uh, we're all here this morning, praise God, at Mass. So we're either here in person or we're, we're online, and that's, that's great. But, but I know one family, uh, a couple years ago, they realized they were always seeming to squeeze 
Mass in. They look at their whole week, and then they say, okay, when can we go to Mass? And they made an adjustment. They said, first and foremost, what Mass are we going to go to? I think they decided, you know, let's just say they decided the 8 o'clock Mass. And that's how they scheduled their week. And so when a friend called up and asked them, hey, do you want to go to brunch? You know what they said? Of course we want to go to brunch. How about you join us at Mass if you want to, and we go to brunch at 9.30. So it's not trying to squeeze God in that way. Even in our, in our daily life of, of prayer, do we truly give God the best time of our day? Are we dedicating that to, to work? Are we dedicating that to school life? Are we dedicating that even to, to family? Once again, family's not bad. Family's great. But who gives us the gift of family? God does. Everything is a gift from God. And our call to live our life is truly putting him at the center. And when we do this, we're going to have that fulfillment that we're longing for. We're able to see that he truly is the one who gives us all that we need in our life. And it's kind of that fail-safe way of living our life. Truly putting him first and not squeezing him in. Another way we have to look at our life as well of even as, as we live our life, are we truly giving God back the gifts that he has given us? Uh, this week, of course, we're completing our, our stewardship program, Our Gifts, God's Work. And even then, as we, as we hopefully this past week have prayed about how we can support our parish here at St. John the Baptist, I hope that one of the things you were able to pray with, and you still can, of course, at this time as well, is saying, am I truly giving for my livelihood, for my best, or am I giving for my surplus? You know, back in the Old Testament, say, are we giving God our first fruits? Or are we waiting till we gather all the fruits for ourselves and then saying, okay, God, you can have the extra. I'm going to squeeze in my tithe for this year because I have a little bit more to give. Or can we truly ask that question, how can I give first to God and then squeeze everything in else after uh, that? Hopefully this week you have an opportunity to, to look at the brochure we sent home uh, this, this week in the mail. Hopefully you got our, our stewardship brochure. If not, there's more uh, in, in the gathering place. I know I talked to some parishioners about that, and they really uh, seemed to, to enjoy, or, or really find, not, not enjoy, but really found uh, some, some cool things in that brochure of, you know, how many baptisms we had this year, how many weddings we, we had this year. Some parishioners commented on, you know, how much it actually cost to, to run the parish but then they saw all the mission that we, we did here of spreading that, that good news uh, of God. This week what we're asking you to do is, is simply to, to turn in uh, that commitment form that hopefully you got uh, in the mail. If you didn't get a commitment form, they're at the end of your, your pew uh, as well. What we ask you to do is just to fill out that commitment card of how you can support uh, the parish here at St. John the Baptist. And once again, asking that question of, am I truly giving for my livelihood? Am I giving God back the gifts that he has given us so that his work uh, may, may can continue, or am I trying to squeeze it in? And so as you fill out that card, we, we, if, you haven't, if you did bring one with you and you want to fill it out today, there's more cards at, at the end of the pews. I know many parishioners have brought them with, which is great. Uh, you listened to instructions, you didn't quite mail them back yet. So, uh, but if you brought those cards with, have those ready to go. But if you yet to have an opportunity to fill out those commitment cards, I encourage you to do that uh, right now. That front of the card, your name, you know, your address, all that good stuff, 
On the back of the card as well is prayer intentions. I want to highlight that once again. I want to be able to pray more intensely for you. And, and, and everything you share there is confidential. So if there's someone in your family that needs extra prayers, write it down. It's going to come to me only. And then what happens is I, I bring it to prayer. Uh, and it's a whole uh, sheet that I, I bring to prayer every single Sunday. And so really encourage you to fill that out as well. Uh, but once again, if, if you can make that commitment to our parish of, of supporting us and giving from the center, giving from the livelihood, not trying to squeeze in our gift, but truly knowing that the gift that we give is giving back to God so that his works may continue. Let's give you about a minute and a half now to fill out that, that form. And then after that, uh, during the offertory procession, uh, we encourage you to bring it forward and drop it off on the offertory baskets.